0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Moreno, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Week one of preseason football is in the books. Curious if everybody out there caught the game live or maybe like me, you ended up going back and watching the replay to catch things. Usually I do try to catch those games live if I can, but on Saturday was my daughter's 12th birthday and great day with the family to say the least. But you know, the nice thing about preseason football when it comes about is it gets a chance to kind of look into the minds of the coaching staff and see what you know, what they look at as the pecking order as it relates to the depth chart. And for the Buffalo Bills, that was certainly the case on Saturday as the team really rested all of their starters in Saturday's game. And, you know, you take a look at that. I, for one, thought that was a good move. Like, good gosh, if you're a Jets fan, you see Zach Wilson go down on a non-contact play and you think to yourself, good gosh, what what if that you know was a situation or a player for the Bills or you think for other teams? It it just puts you in that perspective where you're like, gosh, preseason football is meaningless and I don't know if I need to see any of the starters on the field for this. Now, I certainly understand and appreciate some that will say, listen, this is a, you know, practice is one thing. A scrimmage situation is one thing. Live reps in a game is completely different. And guys that talk about that and guys that have played and professional players that maybe do some commentary now and talk about those things. John Fina has talked about it right here on this network. That is not something that goes unnoticed. So, right, for me, it's sort of like the risk versus reward side of things, Um, (laughs) minimizing the risk to say the least. But, um, But with that, it'll be interesting to see what the Buffalo Bills do on Saturday for preseason game number two against the Denver Broncos. Now, from my perspective, like I was saying, you get a look inside the depth chart, or at least what the coaches are thinking here. And in a lot of ways in today's episode, I do want to focus on the wide receiver room, because I think when we talk about the team, we talk about some of the difficult cuts that might need to be made. um, It's certainly a high-profile position. There's been enough turnover, right? You think of Cole Beasley no longer being on the club, same with Emmanuel Sanders. So there are these opportunities that are there for guys to increase their playing time, for guys to secure roster spots, and just what that is going to look like for the team. Now, as we go through with this, like I said, you, you talk about some guys um sitting, right? Kind of being, you know, deemed the starters and not playing in the preseason game on Saturday. Now, certainly no surprise when it came to Wide receiver one and wide receiver two, Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs, did not play this weekend. Again, those put them in pen, right? Those starters for the Buffalo Bills, uh, not a surprise that those two were out. Now, if you've been following along with training camp, it's also not a surprise that Isaiah McKenzie did not play in the preseason game on Saturday. And I say that because McKenzie has been the number one slot receiver for the Bills since training camp started, and it really seems for a number of reasons that he has had a stranglehold on that position. First and foremost, it's been because of his play, and second because Jamison Crowder started to uh, battle some injuries early on in camp. Now, but when we talk about those injuries, that came days after that Isaiah McKenzie was running with the first-team offense and taking the, you know, the lion's share of the snaps out of the slot. So Isaiah McKenzie, when we look at him, you know, again, the face of the franchise, a fan favorite, you guys know, I talk about him all the time on this show to see him sitting out the preseason game, because again, presumably the starter at slot receiver for the Buffalo Bills, uh, that certainly put a smile on my face when I had seen that on Saturday, because again, I think McKenzie has earned this opportunity Not just with his play in the past, with his work in practice, with his work in training camp, coming from all these reports. That was certainly a great thing to see. Now, when you talk about Crowder, I think many still think that this is a guy that will make the team. Relatively low um, cap hit if the Bills were to move on. But when you talk about Jamison Crowder, plenty of production in his time in the NFL. Has the ability to play in the slot and to play on the outside. Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiase were talking about the wide receiver position on the extra point show the other day, and Sal said he puts Crowder at about a 75% chance to make the squad. Now listen, a 25% chance to not make the squad, I mean, that's not a tiny number, right? But when you look at it and say, okay, 75%, Sal, how connected he is with the team and the work that he does uh, on the beat for the squad, you, you just look at things and I'm thinking to myself, okay. Jamison Crowder probably looking at that fourth wide receiver spot. Now we talk about two guys that really stood out in the preseason game. One that's not too much of a surprise when it comes to talking about a spot on the roster, and that is rookie Khalil Shakir out of Boise State, the fifth round pick. Rave reviews for his performance on Saturday. A lot of positive reviews coming out of training camp for the work that he has done. Five receptions for 92 yards, shorthanded. handed Again, five out of five receptions when we take a look at this. And here's a guy that, you know, you can come into training camp and think to yourself, okay, fifth-round draft pick should have that spot really tied up when it comes to making the 53-man roster. But a fifth-round draft pick is no sure thing, right? If he comes in and is a bit overwhelmed or the game's too big for him, I'm not looking at a fifth-round pick and saying that's someone – that 100% has to make the roster. But Khalil Shakir, with kind of his his play, um, you see it in his press conferences and press availability that he does. Um, This is a guy that just oozes that process, right, when we talk about Coach Sean McDermott and what he looks for in a player. And Shakir also was the primary punt returner for the Bills on Saturday. So that might end up being a role for him as well. And can he contribute as a wide receiver this season? At least from what we saw on Saturday, there's certainly a level of potential that comes with the rookie out of Boise State. Another guy that shined on Sunday, Isaiah Hodgins. And Hodgins is a guy entering his third year with the Bills. Um, And I'll be honest, heading into this year, I'm probably like, "Eh, I don't know if Hodgins is going to be able to make the squad. But we all know that he battled injuries these first two seasons that he was in Buffalo. It's something actually uh, Joe Miller, the host of the Overreaction Sports Podcast, talked about with Pat Moran on his show earlier in the week, really talking about Dave or talking about Hodgins. Joe has gotten to know him a, a bit. These two have a, a, a good rapport and relationship with one another. And Joe was really noting, talking about the injuries that Hodgins has battled. But he also went into more detail talking about Hodgins and his ability Ability where he knows all of the route trees for every wide receiver spot in the Bills, and one of a few players that knows that. Now, the one thing I look at Hodgins, right, and kind of guys are talking about him competing for that last spot against Jay Kumaro, who's primarily known for his contributions on special teams. But, you know, you look at Hodgins and say, here's a guy that's 23 years old, here's Kumaro, a guy that is 30 when we're talking about potential, when we're talking about upside, Hodgins is someone that, you know, if it were me making the decision, and, and what do I know, right? I, I host a podcast, nothing more than that with you guys. But I think, you know, you look at that 23-year-old with the upside that had a great career out of Oregon State, nothing against Jay Kumaro. I'm a fan of what he does on special teams. Um, but if Hodgins can, can make the adjustment and be able to contribute in some way, shape, or form – on special teams, I think that will certainly be something interesting to see, and what type of decision Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean make before final cuts are made. Now, I'm going with the assumption that the Bills are going to keep six wide receivers. I pound the table a lot of times, asking them to keep more wide receivers and to keep less linebackers, um, as we've done that in the past when we talk about 53-man roster projections. But in this situation, it remains to be seen. So, you know, if they only go with six wide receivers, if it were me right now, I think Isaiah Hodgins has a leg up on Jake Kumaro. That is through just one week of the preseason. Of course, we'll see what happens over the next two preseason games. If the team does decide to go with seven, then obviously I think Kumaro is kept, you know, limited availability as a wide receiver. Again, we're talking about primarily on special teams, so, I don't want to just look past that and just like brush off special teams as something that is not important for this conversation. So, again, if it's me, if I'm talking about the guys that make the roster, of course, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, Khalil Shakir, Isaiah Hodgins, if they go with seven, Jay Kumaro. You know, a guy on the outside looking in, one of them would be uh, Tavon Austin. And early on, he was generating some buzz. After he signed with the team, um, you know, five foot eight, 185 pounds, 32 years old. Part of me thought if Isaiah McKenzie ends up being that primary slot receiver, does Tavon Austin fill the role that Isaiah McKenzie was last year? Maybe is he that kick returner? Maybe is he the guy fielding punts? Does he end up being that gadget player as part of the offense? Austin has been battling some injuries as of late. Haven't heard too much about him out of practice. And I tend to think this might be the odd man on the outside looking in if the Bills end up keeping seven, where he would be number eight in that pecking order. Another guy that falls into that category in some way, shape, and form is Marquez Stevenson. Second-year player, again, 24 years old, plenty of upside, but he can't stay healthy. And he had to undergo surgery the other day, got injured in training camp. No real timetable yet, at least as far as I have seen around a potential return for him, maybe a candidate to start the year on injured reserve, maybe a guy that could be designated for return later in the season, still remains to be seen, right? Stevenson, we have seen flashes from him in the preseason before. We know he has the ability as a special teams return man, again, as a deep threat as he brings that speed. Similar to what we talked about with Hodgins before, though, if he cannot stay healthy, Stevenson might be on the outside looking in. In this situation, the Bills might be able to protect him a bit by stashing him on injured reserve and seeing what happens there. So that is my take on what the Bills are going to do with the wide receiver position. Maybe you feel differently. Maybe you're more team Jay Kumaro than Isaiah Hodgins. Or maybe you look at Tavon Austin and say, this guy brings a speed element that the team really needs to see. Or maybe you think there's still a chance that Marquez Stevenson works his way onto the roster. Or maybe you're feeling a little different than Jamison Crowder than I am. I think when I look at things, a low salary cap hit, his, you know, uh experience in the league, his production in years past, that's somebody, you know, I can look at it and say, yeah, he can have a spot on this roster, but maybe you feel different there too. So hit me up on Twitter at Anthemorino if you want to chat about it in the comments section here at BuffaloRumblings.com. You can find me there. Always appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, go Bills.